0: G'day everybody and welcome to another episode of Banter Over Whiskey. So tonight we're going to do something a little bit different, uh, but kind of the same as last week. Um, uh, this time um, we've, uh, we're going to go with another topic um, and we're going to talk about um, finished casts. Um, so here tonight to talk to us about those, we've got John, we've got Adrian, we've got Vic, and we've got myself, Brad. Um, so yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully you enjoy what you hear. Uh, and if you do, um, as Adrian says, tell all your friends, um, if there's something that you don't like about what you hear, um, please tell us, please let us know. Um, but yeah, it'd be great if you, um, if you did enjoy what we were doing, um, if you joined us on uh, social media, so we're on Instagram, Facebook, um, all that stuff, let us know, just search us on there and, um, you know, follow and subscribe, like, all that sort of stuff. But most importantly, let us know what you think. Um, we, uh, we're we here to grow um, and we'd love to hear what you thought. Um, and, of course, let us know if you've got a favourite topic that you'd like us to uh, discuss. Um, and who knows, we might even get you on to um, to talk about it as well. So, yeah. So, tonight we're going to have a chat about uh, finish cars. Um, and, um, yeah, it's just... uh something a, a topic that i think we all probably um consider um but um it's probably not something that we um we talk about all that much you know like what we like about them and so on so um john did you say you were going to go first
1: yeah if you insist <laughs> um so with regards to finish cast i mean i know we spoke last week about like uh, the type of uh, like cast type, you know, which uh, fully maturation, uh, which that was my take on that one. So, hence why I went down the bourbon cask. But as far as finishing goes, um, I really enjoy, and it's probably because of what works done with it. Um, and for those of you that haven't heard by now, if I haven't made it that obvious enough. All of my socials haven't made it that obvious enough. Stevie Wonder could tell you that I work for Platinum Distillery. So, um, and one thing that we've got in some of our premium whiskies, uh, so our you know higher age statement whiskies, uh, we've got a Moscatel cask finish that we use. And that I'm finding is because uh, that being a dessert wine. So that really just it, it really brightens up the whiskey and um and not in a way that it's overpowering either. Like it's it's <laughs> as contradicting as it may sound, it's subtle, but it's bright enough at the same time. So I think it's just a real great complementary finishing uh whiskey cask. Uh perfect example was the Bicentennial. 29 year old so 200 and uh, 200th year anniversary release it was a eight thousand eight hundred dollar bottling that we first come out with um and they have since carried that across on the 30 uh year core range release as well so also sherry cars matured but moscatel finished and that is um sensational stuff it really is it's um yeah just Super, super delicate, but um, vibrant enough that it just, um, if I could liken it to, now this is what I'm going to call whiskey and sound, but if I could liken it to a sound image, it'd just be those lovely higher-end frequencies that just tinker off in the distance. And that's what Moscatel cask does to a whiskey. I find it does anyway. So um, that would be my pick. Um, for a finishing type, finishing cask. So,
0: so have you got a – is there a favourite um, actual bottle or a favourite release that um, you can relate to especially?
1: Yeah, um, that Bicentennial cask – that Bicentennial bottling. I, yeah, sorry. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so that's yeah. probably the one that um, – that was the um, – I'd done a review on it um, on my – instagram or on my youtube channel under cool drams and that was the first cool drams uh, that were done because funny story was i actually had that whiskey for breakfast um we it was an open bottle which i uh asked um uh david Pryor if i could uh yeah review and uh i i took the bottle home that night to review and um then i got told uh oh you've got to bring it in before lunch because i need it for a tasting i'm like well that's uh, gonna speed up the process a bit. So it looks like I'm having it for breakfast. So surely enough, i have done that that um, that cool dram's review episode first thing in the morning. So it's about nine o'clock, and I'm sitting here drinking a you know a nil, nearly nine thousand dollar bottle of whiskey. <laughs> so uh, yeah, fun times.
0: I hope you didn't drink all of it. Um,
1: <laughs> it was yeah, so damn tempting. <laughs> nine thousand
2: for breakfast. What was that? Oh yeah
1: yeah <laughs> but um, now you know
3: what I'll, it's like to be um uh, you um
1: <laughs> yeah it was definitely a pimped out breakfast that's for sure uh it was a fun time. it was definitely an experience and one that i can um uh, yeah yeah uh gladly tell people about because it's not an everyday experience that's for sure like i i mean i often joke about you know, doing drams for breakfast but that was definitely one breakfast whiskey doll. i'll never forget anytime soon <laughs>
3: man you should have gone live like i would have joined you <laughs> yeah Nine thousand. jesus you would have got a million hits
1: no oh, actually hasn't had that many hits but it's more um uh, i mean the fact that i mean, it's it's just the experience of the bottle because it was only one of 200 bottles that was released so and um very exclusive and I mean, if, if you're one that can afford that bottle, then that's, I mean, what a cool thing. It really is. Like, that was one of my, um, it's like my unicorn drams. It really was. And then to think that I actually got to have it for breakfast one morning and review it, that was just yeah, next level. So, but that whiskey was probably my thorough introduction to Moscatel cask finished whiskey. Um, actually, no, I'll, I'll bring that back. Boilermaker House, uh, done a select cask with us as well. That was a Moscatel finish, and uh, yeah, that was a uh, uh, another exceptional whiskey, 18 years, but uh, so not as old as what the 29 year old is, but still another exceptional whiskey, nevertheless. So, I don't think I've had a bad Moscatel ca- um, cask finished whiskey to date. So, but then again, they've all been in Blood Knox, so <laughs> so I don't think I've uh, nothing's coming to mind that I've tried outside you know, Blood um, you know, Whiskey's Moscatel finish. So, yeah, if anyone's got any Moscatel uh, finished whiskeys that is from other uh, distilleries, then yeah. Pl- uh, wasn't, there, the was, wasn't there
2: a Bushmills finish in Moscatel from the Whiskey Club?
1: Uh, so uh, I saw. was it a Moscatel cask? I'm I not think sure. It might have been. Okay. I think
0: yeah, actually, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I think know. you're thinking. I think you're before. thinking of the, I think you're masala thinking of the, cask or... the masala cask. I well, there was one was in between masala, that.
1: that right, yeah. yeah, it could have been masala. And what was the one that was in between that and the Burgundy cask? Was another one as well. Um, Is it but... cognac cask? Oh, the Ban Yules Con... cask. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh oh, sorry, not
1: Ben Yules. Yeah, it was a Yeah. I'm going of Yeah, Burgundy. Yeah, and the, and the Burgundy, actually, yeah. Actually, There's there it is
0: there, yeah. is. there Can
1: you read it? Can you read it in my background there? No. <laughs> anyway. But yeah. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. But um, yeah, so actually, I did lie again. I have had a, another Moscatel cask, and that was an exceptional one. And that was a SMWS uh, Bunner release uh, or Buna It was a nine year old that was uh, an unpeated Buna that was finished off in Moscatel cask. And that was a very challenging dram, and not bad challenging, but challenging nevertheless. Like definitely, and it's just a very unheard of cast type as well. Uh, I was fortunate enough to grab my hands on that bottle. So, yeah. So the yeah anything Moscatel—that's probably one of my up there finishing, closely followed by a ROM cask. And well, just, a, what lot,
3: am- a lot of what people. What about? I'll I'll throw a spanner on the works before you move on to Rumkask. Yeah. Throw a musket, do you consider musket, musket as good as muscatel? I oh you know I know it and now they. I don't want to start arguments about various yeah. parts of the world, but how do you feel about musket? Do you think it's it lives up to the same standard as muscatel?
1: Oh, um, probably I not. Want... Look for my palate. I mean, I I enjoyed a musket cask. Um, like I enjoyed the one that Overeem had finished their uh, musket cask uh, release in. Um, uh, Roachfort done like some big musket cask releases, which um, uh, managed to fetch some stupid amounts of coin on the auctions, um, and they were just yeah big big whiskies. So, um, yeah, it's. Has it left the same impression as what Moscatel has? No. Do I appreciate Muscat casks? Yes. Like they're still fun whiskies, but uh, for my personal palate, it hasn't um, impacted me as much as what the Moscatel casks have. And can can I, I can
0: I ask a, a really naive question? Yep. But um, and I'm, I'm not sure if I've got this right, but what's what's the difference between Muscat and Moscatel? Is it a different grape?
3: Um, Same as Port and Tony, Spanish so, Muscatel, only in Spain. Yeah. Same grape grown in Australia, for example, or California, America, Muscat. So, so
0: my my research tells me that um, there is Muscat um, grape um, out of Europe. Um, oh wow! So okay, yeah. So isn't I'm, I'm, that Moscatel? Not actually sure. I'm. I'm actually. Well, no. I'm actually not sure that that's true. And and I could be wrong. Maybe maybe it's a dodgy site that I was reading. But um. So one of the things that is is Moscatel a fortified wine at all? Because there's a there's a um, a musket.
1: It is. is it, it is, a, is wrong. rather it's...
0: rather. Is it a Ruther- Rutherglen musket is a fortified wine? Yeah. Um, which is in Australia. Um, but I think musket is a grape um, variety that... I thought Moscato grape. was
3: the grape, Um uh, Yeah. No, I, I, I,
0: I'm not sure. Like
3: I said, that's why I'm Look, asking. as far as I know, as far as I know, there we go. Somebody can can go in the comments and uh, tell us. But as far as I know... Moscatel is is the wine. Spain. It's the true true name of the wine. Moscatel. We call yeah. it muscat in Australia.
1: Yes.
3: And Moscato is the grape. That's know, because they are in Portugal too. Spain, Portugal, the Pen- Peninsula. So the Spanish decided to take up on themselves. And now, uh, yeah, it's um, Moscatel, and you can't call it Moscatel anywhere else in the world. That's why we we decided to call it Muscatel. Yeah. And 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 actually, Australia went one step further, and a lot of. Um, Wineries are saying that their musket is very there's a big difference between their musket and uh, the European one. So I read that somewhere. I mean, you can't fight a port with a tawny. you can come close, but you can't ever compare them. But uh, yeah, that's what that's far as I know. So let us know in the comments, people. If, um, yeah, apparently, um,
1: apparently, Muscatel is a name for musket in Spain and Portugal.
3: You know, you know, you know what? Perfect banter, perfect banter in the future yeah. to compare not the wines, but to compare the cask aged and cask finishes between Tawny and Port. Australian. Hey, let's go for the one. Australia I should be talking these off the banter. Sorry guys. What am I doing? <laughs> that's all
1: right. All good. Yeah. All, good. all good. All good. All good. But yeah, so I mean, long story short, del cast, that's that's my pick, which is more Spanish, Portuguese. Uh, yeah, that's that, that's my take on it. So, yeah, nice, yeah, nice. Uh, and yeah, fo- followed very closely by rum. And I know rum cast that gets a, a bit of a bad rap because there's a lot of folk on the socials that'll say that oh, they're a bit of a hit and miss. Um, but once again, that's something that my palate enjoys. But I'm not gonna make this one about my palate, you guys go next. So, <laughs> uh, maybe Vic. Did you want to shoot through with what your, um, your cask finish preferences?
3: is? Okay. Um, if you guys remember when we were doing a while back, um, our viewers, list, our listeners, remember, we were talking about our favourite aged casks, and I went BX and Oloroso, and I, showed, I went totally different on my favourite uh, aged cask. I'm doing the same here now. My favourite aged is rum. Um, which brings me to a very, very quickly about these. Now, anything that's finished on whatever, yes, that is going to be a lot of influence, especially on the nose. But remember, what was it aged on and what type of spirit was there? So it's not the same as aging something forever, the old age of the spirit, so namely whiskey, on a certain cask or single cask. It's also what was there before. To me, rum is my favorite, personally, and is the best. depends on the cask. If you're gonna get a crappy cask from a certain country where they just use heads and a bit of, no, they can use a lot of heads, you kill people, but when they don't use mainly hearts, they use a lot of tails, man, and a little bit of heads too. Let's, let's face it, some people do that. That's where you get a massive hangover the next day. Um, you're not going to get a good cask. You're going to get a lot of the crap absorbed by the wood, and uh, when you go and finish it on it, well, you're not going to get the best whiskey out of it. So it all depends on the cask for the finish. To me, I'm a strong believer. Transparency. You should always ask the distillery if you know the distiller. We are got a, We are we are blessed in Australia. We can speak to distillers. We're very close um, to distillers and, and normal member of the public can approach the distillery and ask. You know, can I speak to the distillery? Distiller, please. And yes. People will um, be free to have a chat to you. Not like, like that everywhere else in the world, especially Scotland and um, and America. People are very busy these days, but uh, you have to book meetings and tastings and whatnot. Now, ask them, what cask did you use? I always ask. You guys know I'm a pain in the ass. Everyone goes, oh, here we go. This is Victor. Where would you get your bourbon cask from? That's the first question I asked because bourbons ain't bourbons. You get some better than others. Well, you know, you can get a white label, Jim Beam. Yeah, you can get a bookus. Not the same. Anyway, right, rum is my favorite. No uh, no buts about it or ifs about it. My favorite finished whiskey is by barrel seagrass. Now, this is god, this was finished, okay, in Martinique rum cask, okay, from the Caribbean, Madeira cask an apricot brandy cask. Now I dug as much as I could, okay? And the Caribbean rum casks, they're not bad. They're pretty good, they aged, and they, they come from that distillery that makes that rum. It's all legit, all good. The Madeira ones, you know, everyone knows Madeira wine is like, but the apricot, the apricot brandy is American brandy. Now, some, some people, are of the opinion that apricot brandy, it's always German. It should be German. That's who makes the best one. I agree with it to a certain point, but it's American brandy barrels. Now it's a rye whiskey from from <laughs> this was my whiskey of the year last year, the best whiskey. Now if uh, if it corrects from Indiana, have they got it here? Okay. So there's rye whiskey from Kentucky, blended with rye whiskey from Indiana, MGP, blended with Tennessee rye whiskey, and blended with Canadian rye whiskey. So from four different places, Barrel does crazy things. They invented bottles and they're always um, doing amazing things with whiskey. And uh, they got us four different rye whiskeys from four different parts of um, the Americas, Canada and USA, and then they got the the barrels from um, three different parts of the world, and um, they finished it, and this was my favorite whiskey from everything in 21, I believe. The nose is um, summer fruit stew. You'll love this, John. It's got a lot of vanillas, like really ripping oranges. You know when you get an orange and it's starting to go soft? Um, It's got a lot of rice spice on the nose, coming through, some cardamom, like a bit of citrus, and um, when I first opened the bottle was a little bit of uh, full alcohol, that subsided. it. The palate, lots of apricot dessert, just think about your favourite apricot dessert and it's there. Lots of vanilla bean, you know, when you go and get an expensive gelato ice cream with a lot of vanilla bean in there, you get all those vanillas coming through. Um, nuts, mainly crushed almonds, and um, a lot of spicy clove. And cinnamon, I guess, will be from the charred barrels. The finish is medium. It's not very long, but uh, it's good size medium. Uh, warm, very viscous. Cuts your mouth. Honey uh, I mean, charcoal, there's a few floral nuts in there. Strawberry jam, fresh citrus again. And um, again, the spicy Hulk is dead, lingering. And... Um, some herbs, some uh, grassy notes. Um, beautiful whiskey. Once again, it was my favorite whiskey of 2021. Um, for you guys to American whiskeys, Freddy, Fred Mimic, top 10. 2021 whiskeys. And I got this from Awesome Spirits. And um, yeah, got a few bottles stocked up. So seagrass from Barrel. I would have finished it a <laughs> few finished gask so there you go oh, can get right. any more complex than that I have to
2: grab have to grab yeah. some off your that sounds but mate, that sounds um that sounds amazing
1: i was fortunate enough to try that the whiskey show last year um jack oh, i killed the bottle that uh, jackie had on port so yeah and it's uh it's good really good stuff
0: did you use a beer glass to do that that bottle kill
1: <laughs> nah no <laughs> I, I literally had to borrow somebody else's glass because they had run out of glasses to uh give um Ooh. so yeah i just yeah basically stole somebody else's and then yeah, yeah. killed that one so
0: just yeah. give it a bit of a wipe out
1: yeah not <laughs> yeah. like it was literally like i was down to like the bear dregs when jackie poured it for us but yeah uh i, still I, enough I forgot
3: to um to mention the rum cask, it's not your typical rum cask. It was agricole rum.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. There you so go, That's, the that's where you get
3: a lot of the fruitness, a lot of the citrus, like yeah, a lot of the grassy, you know, like grassy batches. Yeah, yeah. Nice, it, so, yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. That makes sense because, um, yeah, agriculture can be very herbaceous so almost almost a very got like quite new makey if you're a whiskey drinker uh, trying agricole for the first time uh yeah so very interesting indeed yeah it's good times
0: so 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 just to be clear Vic, it it was a um it was a a bourbon that was finished in four different casts
3: no right oh
0: right sorry yeah right
3: no 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 it was married No, 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 it's it's for rye whiskeys. These guys outsource everything. They don't distill anything barrel. They're really good at mixing shit up and, well, they should be alchemists. So rye whiskeys, they outsource rye whiskey from Kentucky, USA, Indiana, USA MGP. Kentucky, we don't know where they got it from. Tennessee, you know, who knows where they got it from. And Canada. Canada is the capital the world of rye whiskey. pig, is to be made there. So they got it from four different places, two countries, four different places. They are rye whiskey. They got them together, they blended the lot, or vatted, whatever marriage, whatever you want to call it. Then they finished them in um, Martinique, uh, Agricole rum from Martinique Island, the Caribbean, yeah. rum casks. Madeira island casks Madeira wine and apricot brandy not just any brandy apricot brandy which germany is renowned for it but i understand that it was us um, apricot brandy now to and be someone to married, be something to be called apricot those, brandy sorry
0: and then they married those together
3: yes and then they married oh, it again so very labor intensive a lot of time a lot of money spent fuck me my best, to me, the best whiskey to ever,
0: 2021. It's, it's, and, uh, it sounds insane. It really does. It sounds great. And, and
3: it was a good price over there in the States, like something like 70 American dollars. We paid We paid in Australia from um, the only people that got it was Awesome Spirits, thank God, 229 bucks a bottle. But it's worth the money to me. It's something amazing, something unique. Mm. A, yeah. So okay. there you go. Nice
0: awesome. one. Nice awesome. one. Adrian, what, what's Man, your favourite finish? I was going to say,
2: I I really hate going after Vic and John because they're just uh, so able to express <laughs> themselves. But I'm just going to to refer back to, to last week's episode again. I'm, as you know, I'm a big Sherry fan. So I'm going for the, the Oloroso finish, mainly with the uh, the Belveni Doublewood. So that, that just comes to mind for me. That was... Um, yeah, that was aged in uh, in the American oak cast first for, you know, I think it was 10, 12 years, something along those lines. Probably 12, it sounds about right, for Belveni. And then it was thrown in the uh, nine months in a... Uh so, for me, it again, it's just the, the sherry because of the sweetness. And that's, uh, that's my favourite. And that's probably about the only one I can think of at the moment. It's a bit... Yeah, that's... Uh, that's about me, very really. Nice. Just sticking with the sherrys again. Yeah, something simple, nothing no, too drastic, nothing too over the top. Just uh, keep it simple, you know. And that's and it works, so we might as well stick with it. And I believe that's their um, how they how they work. So, yeah, that's uh, one of my favorites. such a
0: classic. Yeah, absolutely, hmm. absolutely. Nothing wrong with the classics. Elegant and, and yeah, very nice. That that will
2: um, be a lot of people's yeah.
3: favorite too. A lot of people,
2: I would think so. And, and it's an it's a good price point as well for the for the, the double wood. It's just it's not out of reach of the most people. And yeah, it's uh, and also it's it's probably one of the first ones that I, I became aware of the whole finishing process as well. Because coming into into whiskey like I did, I just thought it was you know one whiskey and one barrel and that was it. And but then you find out more that they finish it in separate barrels and they add flavors and levels and complexity. And, but yeah, I, I believe the, the double wood was one of the first ones that made me aware of that process and just move on from there. So that for me, that's, you know, it's, it's one of the originals and it always will be a classic for me.
0: Very nice very nice um I um I I really struggle again um like like last time I I really struggled with this um and and not for the same reason you know like uh I I sort of last week we were talking about aged or matured casts and and what my favorite was and I just couldn't pick one you know and I ended up going with single cast but um with finish cars um i don't know it, it, like I, it's not like i've had a lot of one single finish cast that uh, that i i yep. sort of look at and go that's the most outstanding and and i can i guarantee that 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 finish is going to be work um well received every time so um i've, I've actually come up with I've, I've got two i've got two finish casts, and it's it's um it's sort of an i I suppose it's a little bit interesting um, in what they are. So the first is um cask. casks. So um, a little while ago um, I got a uh Aran, Aran, Abraham, um, Aran, Aaron. um, R A N, Aaron and Aaron, Aaron, sorry. No. <laughs> um, but it was it was finished in uh, it was finished in a sortoons cask and um it's just outstanding um it's you know it's got a real a lovely sweetness to it you know um and sauternes is actually a um uh a sweet wine um out of france um and it's actually hang on a minute let me just tell you read it read this to you so you, you i get this right so sauternes wine is made from Semillon, um sauv blanc and muscadelle grapes that have been affected by botrytis cinerea, also known as noble rot. So, um, yeah, it's um, it's a very very specific um, grape from a specific area. Uh, sorry, a, a specific type types of grape. Um, multiple types of grape. Um, and has been in, in, impacted by a, a certain thing. Um, it's very apparently, it's very very hit and miss, um, and it's hard to get right. Um, and for that reason, um, Sauternes wine is quite expect- expensive. But um, this particular bottle, um, and I've, I've I have had another Sauternes finished wine uh, whiskey since then. Um, that was also really good, and I just can't remember what um what whiskey it was i'm sorry but it was at a at a bar and um, i just gave it a crack and it was amazing teeling you know what i think it was i think that's what it was thanks john so for those at home john's just gone to his gone to his cabinet and he's come back with a, a teeling bottle and just casually ripped
1: out a four year old
0: yeah um i i actually think that's what it was you know because um I've been on a, a for the last probably twelve months. I've been on a bit of a um, uh, Irish whiskey bender um, where I've been trying because I, I just find that I, I enjoy um, Irish whiskey. Anyway, another subject um, for a, another podcast. So um, yeah, so saw turns. I think that that particular cast finish is amazing when they get the the good. Those good um, barrels, um, those good casks, it, it just makes for a really good finish. Um, of course, you're not going to get very much of it, so you know that's probably the reason why. Um, the other, the other finish that I just can't not mention tonight is Lafleur um, cask finish. Um, there's been, there's been a couple of distilleries here in Australia that have done a Laphroaig cast finish. Um, uh, so um, Hobart Whiskey has done a Laphroaig cast finish, um, which was incredible. Um, but Kalara has done, I think, and you guys know, it's my favourite distillery. I'm sorry. Shameless plug for Christy. Um, but um, the... The Laphroaig, the, the very first Laphroaig cask finish that she did, um, the whiskey was literally in that cask for twelve weeks, um, and just unbelievable. What a difference it made, you know. Just that that smokiness, you know, that um, that typical Laphroaig um, peat um, flavors. Um, how it imparted that much flavor on on a whiskey in twelve weeks, I I don't. Uh, you know like that barrel must have been just incredibly packed with that Lefroy Lefroy flavors um and um just yeah just dried fruits and and you know that maltiness that you get um sorry it was a um I'm pretty sure that all of the Lafroy finishes that she's done I think was, there's been three now um they've been on a um a tawny um tawny cask that she's done the finish to um and so you get that that you know the stone fruit and the um you know the the raisins and that sort of stuff but then it's got that that lovely that lovely peaty smokiness that you get from all of um yeah outstanding so sorry he's... i i broke yeah, the it's... rules I've, again i've gone with two but um yeah i, I couldn't go past both of those sorry
1: so here's a curveball for you. Um, oh. All right, uh, going back to your Sauternes cask. So if you enjoy your Sauternes cask, which is basically grapes that have been subject to uh, noble rot, um, then what's your take on Tokay cask? Um,
0: <laughs> this is going to sound really um, bad, but I haven't actually had that many Tokay cask finishes the one, oh, um, I've had, I think I've had like, there was one from, um, there was a Lark one that I tried. Um, there yeah. was the one from, um, Crafty, um, that I tried. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and then of course, um, Morris, um, I've got the, the tokay from Morris, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, uh, I do. I, I enjoy it. I really like it. Like I said, um, I haven't had an awful lot of any of them, so. Because
1: I'm just trying to think if it's that, uh, like I'm just trying to grab if it's that basically that noble rock character that it gives to the grapes that you're drawn to. Yeah, it
0: probably is. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's sort of interesting. There's a um, there's a, a particular cask um, at at uh, Old Kempton at the moment that's a botrytis cask that um I might be I might be um tasting in the next little while and you guys will get to taste as well um
2: I well,
0: well, well. so,
1: um, <laughs> we heard it here first <laughs> know,
0: there, there might be there might there might be some um whiskey down at, at um old Kempton that um we're we're a part of so yeah we'll 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 see how we go with that but um oh. yeah there's um yeah, like I say, uh, it's it, for me it was just hard, you know, like a finished cast. I I don't I can't say that there's a particular finish that I've tried an awful lot of. Um, you know, um there's like you said John, the uh, rum cast finish really really enjoyed um the rum cast finish from um uh from Pyleman. Um that was that was awesome. You know, yep. like um there was a there was actually a run cast from Kalara as well. It was really good. I'm not sure that it was a finish though, actually, when I think about that. Um you know, like there's there's just so many, you know, the yeah. the Olaroso finishes and things like that, you know, like oh, man. So, so, so just, just to just go back. Decent.
2: Sorry, just to go back about the what, what did you call it? Noble, no, noble Rock. noble, sorry, noble sorry, Rock. Sorry, the, is that yeah. Is that similar to? Um, I'm just trying to think, like a blue cheese with the mold on it. Is that like? Uh, <laughs> it's either yeah, very polarizing
0: whether you like it or not.
2: I don't. I don't know too much about um, that.
0: Well, do you mean what it does to the flavors or what yeah, it does to the? To, or to, yeah, oh, yeah. What it is to
2: the grape and that. Yeah.
0: Well, is it a, what it actually what really it actually does thing. to the. What it actually does to the grape is it actually causes the grape to become partially raisined. So it's it it effectively it it um ages the grape, um, dries the grape out.
3: Um, It brings up a a high concentration of sugar, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah, and exactly it causes a it causes the grape to um, be concentrated and and gives it a real distinct. Grape, uh, not not unlike raisin um, flavor. So, you know how it, it's
2: like. I've I've seen it. I've grass. seen well, an intense an intense grape flavor. Okay. Yeah. I've seen well,
0: grapes yeah, like it's
3: that. Cool. Yeah. It's got. Imagine a, a you know sometimes when you have grapes you get from the shop and they're squished and it's got the brown little bit on it. All right, imagine that brown little bit. It's like like um, Brad said. It's like raisin like. So it's sort of try that, up but it's very sweet super sweet this is my understanding of it anyway as far as i know mm. but uh, yeah. yeah so he brings up um yeah there's a there's a whistle pig 12 or all, all, uh, old world and that's readily available some done murphy's do have them so for our listeners that's got madeira cask sotan's cask and another cask which i cannot remember now i've drank oh, really? too much but um yeah and i love that Roy. it's it's amazing and you can actually taste, you can actually get notes, believe you me, from the sultans on that rye because Madeira Cas does not give you that sickling sugar, that dry, not even dry. It's like, uh, oh my God, it's so concentrated. Yeah, Whistle Pig 12, Old World. That's to be the Old World with three different casks. Okay. Yeah.
1: There you, go. there you go. But I'm going
0: I'm to have to give that a crack. I'm going to have to see if I can find a bottle yeah. of that. And try that. Yeah, curious.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. I think I've sent you all a uh, sample. It's one of the first samples I've sent you guys all, all of it. Of Rye, I oh, think. Really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. One of the first samples, but yeah, oh, look world. for it. Look really? for it. Uh, yeah, it's the whistle pig 12 old world. And it's one of the few bottles that I had was still made in uh, the row. was from uh, Indiana from GP. They make it now in America. That particular and they call it the Old World because they used casks from the Old World. So, there's the Madeira cask from Portugal. They used the Sutton's cask from France, and I cannot remember. It. Because even if my life depended on it, I would not remember it.
1: <laughs> no God, it's lost. On well, that's on That's, that's <laughs> cool.
0: I'm going to, have to, I'm going to have to have a look for that. I, I, yeah. I've got to give that a crack. Definitely. Okay. Well, you know what we yeah, we might we might wrap this one up. Um, thank you very much for um, talking about that. I hope I hope everybody at home enjoyed that. You know, um, uh, like I said at the start, you know if there if there's another topic that you want to hear about, um, yeah, please let us know. Hopefully, um, hopefully we can um, do it some justice and um, you know maybe uh, educate educate ourselves before we actually come on here and start talking about it. Um, we'll do a bit of research. How's that? Um, so, you know what? Thank thank you all. Thanks, guys. Um, appreciate it. Um, you know, until next time. Cheers.
2: Cheers, guys. See you
0: on
1: the next one. Cheers, gotcha, the Cheers.